Hi, everyone. It's Brandon Lee with this episode of Escaping Rock Bottom, the podcast. I am really excited to bring on this guest today. It is Wendy Amandares. She is the CEO of NOAA, and there are many clinics around the valley, correct? Yes. All right. So it's, first off, it's so good to see you. Nice it's good to, to have you. you here on the show. Um, what was it earlier this month? It was here in January where I actually got to tour one of your your brand new clinics. It's out in Scottsdale off McDowell, right near the 101, correct? Yes. All right. Tell me a little bit about this thing because when I went there, I truly, Wendy, was blown away. Like I have done a ton of tours of clinics around the valley. I have never seen a state-of-the-art clinic. I mean, the NOAA clinic that is now a, used to be a car dealership, is now this massive, like, all-in-one, one-stop shop clinic for folks. I've never seen a clinic that beautiful. Tell me a little bit more about this new clinic you guys just opened. Yes, we're excited about the new Choya Health Center on McDowell and the 101, opened here just in January, and it's been our dream Um, Our mission is to provide care to everyone. And this new center does that, but it brings care all into one place. It's lab, it's medical, it's dental, it's behavioral health services, all of these services under one roof. And that's really our model that we're shooting for that we, again, want families to be able to receive. So it was months in the making. Yes, a previous car dealership that is now a community health center for everyone. Why is it so important? And I and and first off, what kind of people you know are typically the folks that you serve there? A good question. So we serve everyone in the community. I always love to tell our team our VIPs are the uninsured, under-resourced uh, folks on Medicaid, Medicare. Again, we serve everyone, but we really want to get to those underserved individuals that either have fallen off the gaps aren't receiving care in some way, are going to, you know, one time every five years or not even seeking primary care. It's those folks that we really want to focus and make sure we're reaching. You know, Wendy, I uh, the public reaches out to me on a daily basis, whether it be for behavioral health, mental health, all in that landscape. And I would say nine out of the 10 calls that I get or nine out of 10 messages that I receive, they say, but Brandon... I only have access or Brandon, I don't have health insurance or my child doesn't have health Mm -hmm. insurance. And it always broke my heart Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you what motivates me with even with art of our soul is that your access to healthcare should not be dependent on how much money you have in your bank account. Absolutely. That we should be providing services to everyone equally. Absolutely. And when I toured your Choya Clinic, I was so blown away because A, it's nicer than any of the clinics that I go to and I have commercial insurance, but it was everything all in one place. And I think what's beautiful about what you just said is it's open to everyone. Why is that so important to get to the folks who are underinsured or uninsured? Well, it's important because when you have families who are struggling, maybe living paycheck to paycheck, they're trying to decide whether it's food, it's paying for rent, and usually the forgotten is the healthcare piece. It's That is always towards the end of the list if they get to that. And what we find is folks completely stop healthcare 
and not receive until they start feeling really ill. And then it's multiple chronic conditions and multiple health issues that if we could reach them on the front end, make sure we're preventing a lot of these health conditions, we would all be in a better place. And you speak about equality and equity, and absolutely, that's what we're trying to achieve, that we get to reach everyone. And it isn't based on income or anything else. It's just, we're here for everyone. And I really, I'm proud of the health centers that we built across the valley because we have six. Choi is our newest one and our largest one. But we also took a lot of thought and meaning into, let's make this a beautiful space. Let's make this a space that my family can come and receive care. And so we put a lot of thought into our spaces and our environments to do just that. You know, I look at healthcare oftentimes as, you know, you have a car, right? And you change your oil every, you know, three to 5,000 miles. And, you know, it's going in for the tune-ups, going in for the checkups, because if you don't change your oil, if you don't do those routine maintenance, as I like to call, if you don't do the routine maintenance, guess what? One day you're going to be driving down the freeway going really fast and your car is going to break down. And sometimes you can't repair it at that stage, or it's going to cost a ton of money at that stage to replace all of the other parts that are impacted because you didn't get the routine care. I kind of equate that analogy to our bodies and to healthcare, right? right? It's being able to have access to your primary care doctor once or even twice a year, right? It's the dental aspect Mm -hmm. because we all know gum health is can really be an indicator of our overall health. And that's why it's important to have access to a dentist. And that's when I was really blown away by your clinic. Because we're, I'm touring the Choya Clinic, and I'm like, "What? You, <laughs> you have like a full dentist office in here. Like right. you have full dental chairs. Right. You do X-rays and." Uh, talk to me about a, the different aspects because we do, or at least I have called it a true one-stop shop, from your primary care to even mental health care. Right. So, what are some of the things that you guys are providing over there? Yeah. So I really, our model is so unique that. When we look at our services, we want to bring as many services in-house because we may see a patient today. We may not see the patient for a while, and we want to provide and wrap care as much as we can when that patient is with us. And so we have medical services, so primary care providers. We have dental services, behavioral health. We have nutrition. We also have psychiatry. And we have a community resource team that goes out and helps folks apply for Medicaid, for other, uh, the marketplace, other benefit coverage that folks may be able to apply for. So if you ask, if you, if somebody's listening right now and they don't have health insurance, um, would you encourage them to go to the Choya Clinic? Um, And there would be navigators there to maybe be able to poke and prod and ask some questions. And maybe they, um, they do fall in the, you know, that um, income range where they can get on access. Right. Yes, absolutely. Reach out to us. Our team is ready to help serve. And I think that's another big point, Brandon, as we think about the barriers to care, it's usually financial or the system is too hard to navigate. I don't understand. I don't even know where to start. That's where our team can, our community resource team is so amazing at, okay, let's see, can you apply for, you know, Medicaid or food stamps or other resources? We have our own discount program that if nothing else, it's 
here's what we can provide for all of these services and patients pay as they can because our for us it's we celebrate when folks walk into our doors it's they have now taken a priority on their health and we want to take care of them and so we definitely want to work on anything and everything that's stopping that individual or that family from coming and receiving care and that's what our team does and they're also helping with things like housing and food and again the social determinants of health that you hear a lot that's our team also connecting and helping beyond our walls because we know families are going to struggle they're going to continue struggling and we want to help in any way that we can you know i think too you know a lot of folks out there especially in the underserved communities those families are trying so hard and and a lot of those parents are working two sometimes even three jobs just to put food on the table and for those folks to be able, I, I think one of the issues that we've had with healthcare is every um, every specialty is in a different location, right? Mm-hmm. Like my dentist is over here, okay? Right. My primary care physician's over here. Right. My lab is over here. You know, it's like I've gone to the doctor and they're like, okay, you need to go to LabCorp or you need to go to this lab and it's over here. I'm like, wait, are you, you can't take my blood in this office? And they're like, no, we don't do that here. You got to go to the lab. And here you are just going to one doctor's office and then they're sending you out to three to four different places to get all that work done. And I think I want to talk more about the benefits of what you guys provide in it being a true one-stop shop. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, when we look at our spaces and the services that we want to bring in-house, lab is one of the most important because To me, even as a working mom, I have a son and every time I have to go to another place, it takes me a little bit longer. It's, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll call, make an appointment. And two months later, here I am um, now making that appointment. And so for us, it was really important to, again, bring that in-house. And when our providers are talking to our patients, oh, I see a uh, 44-year-old male has never gone to primary care. Our first is let's figure out what their health look like looks like from labs. And so that'll be our first really understanding of where they are in their health. And a lot of times it's we send someone out, we may not get them back and we may not get the lab results done. And so that for us is really important as we also watch and see diabetes is prevalent in our population. Um, hypertension, asthma, other conditions, It's always those initial results and tests that we do that are so helpful. And again, it's if we bring it in house, our patients will have that done and they don't have to drive, you know, somewhere else or make an appointment. It's already there. Access and convenience is so important for us. And that's why we want to provide it in house. You know, and I think even one of the frustrating things for me, just when I'm going to a doctor's office, is that, and I'm curious if you guys are able to share information at your facility, because if I'm going to the dentist and maybe something's off, or I go to my primary care physician, or I go to this specialist. You know, it's like they have to call over, okay, please like fax all the documents. Brandon, wait, you have to sign all this stuff. Sign it over at our office. We'll contact this office and we got to get all that faxed over there. And I'm just curious at your Toya location because you offer so many different services within one roof, under one roof. Do they communicate with each other? 
Absolutely. And that's another unique piece of our model that we all share the same electronic health record. Mm. And so when I'm coming in as a brand new patient under our to see a medical provider, the medical provider will say, Wendy, when was your last dental appointment? And of course, I'll smile and say maybe last year or uh, a while ago or maybe never. And it's, don't worry, we have a dentist here. Would you like to see them? And then the dentist can see on the medical side, any prescriptions, anything else that has been done with my care. So can behavioral health, so can our nutrition team, so can our psychiatrists, all are sharing that one record, understanding the full care of that individual. And when we talk about whole person care, that's what we're so passionate about because we get to see the full spectrum. We get to see pharmacy. We get to see medical. We get to see dental. It's all great. Is that person really receiving good care? We get to see that all in that record. And the technology behind it is amazing because the patient also gets to see, okay, I'll send a note to my provider. They get to respond. They get to go into the portal and see, you know, their last visit, what they had done. So it's really enhancing the communication between our patients and our providers. I want to talk to you about, there was an instance where you had a patient come in and you guys have really not just offering a bunch of services, but you guys have technology there that some other great dental offices don't even have access to. And I'm talking about x-ray machines. You know, like when you go and you get your teeth fixed, they've got like something that comes up here and then they have something that comes, you know, it's like you're getting all these pictures taken of your mouth. And you were sharing a story with me about one patient um, and the use of your technology and how it potentially saved this person's life. Tell me a little bit about that story. So we use uh, a panoramic x-ray for our dental imaging, um, which... It's not very common in practices, um, but for us and our dental director, it was very important that we have this equipment in our centers. So we had a 21-year-old male um, come to one of our centers, young, had a dental visit. The The dentist said, you know, we're going to take some imaging, but we're going to use this panoramic x-ray. And he looked at her and he said, okay, we'll get it done. Um that x-ray showed or that imaging showed that he had oral cancer, Mm. the start of oral cancer because he was a tobacco user, um, chewing tobacco. tobacco. And so we were able to catch that oral cancer so early. Outcome of this patient has been phenomenal. Had we waited until the approved age, which I can't remember what the approved age is, but we probably would have caught it too late. And so this is why it's so important for us to not only have the technology, but make sure we're doing all these screening and prevention efforts so that things like cancer, like oral cancer, don't impact the families that we serve. And you guys are also building out a behavioral health um, side of this as well. And here's where I think it's really cool. Because when you go to your Choyo location and you're meeting with your primary care physician and or maybe your dentist, and it all it takes is a question of, how are you? Mm-hmm. Or even if a mom is taking their child there for their doctor yes. visit and that doctor has a moment to just look at mom and go, how are you? Right. How are you doing? Right. You know, and maybe there's an opening right. there, you know, right. to understand 
Because if we don't help people with their mental health, how can we help them with their overall physical health? Absolutely. And you know, this is one of the areas that I'm fascinated by. It's we knew we were going behavioral health was such a need. But since the pandemic, it has exasperated beyond anyone could have ever imagined. And I watched this carefully too, just from my cultural background, where, you know, I grew up in a very Hispanic family. And um, I remember being in college and telling my mom once, you know, mom, I'm so stressed. And she said, what do you mean stress? There's nothing. I, I, I don't understand this word stress. And I was like, interesting. And just knowing that there's there was a stigma behind behavioral health until the pandemic. And I think the pandemic created some really great silver lining for us that it's, yes, everyone needs behavioral health. Everyone could benefit and could really find it helpful to talk to a counselor about how they're feeling, their depression, anxiety, whatever is happening in their life. It is always helpful. And that for me has been amazing. And we had, you know, when our model first started a few years ago, it was let's have um, a clinical social worker working with our medical provider. And it was, you know, when someone hears the news of you're a diabetic, that's overwhelming and it's a lot. And so that's how we first started. Fast forward, we then added counseling services and working with families and individuals and, you know, um, um, couples to offer counseling. And then recently with the pandemic, it was, well, we need to really expand into psychiatry because there's a lot of substance use, a lot of addiction happening. And so in the midst of the pandemic, we expanded to bring in psychiatry services. And our team is working nonstop to continue expanding because the need is there and it continues to grow. And so we're excited about behavioral health. We're excited about pos- you know, looking at group uh, visits and helping in different areas of counseling and treatment for individuals and families. Yeah, I think it's I think it's so important. You know, we can look at first off the pandemic was a traumatic life experience for everyone. Yes. There was not a person spared yes. from dealing with any mental health trauma from that yes. experience. Now, now that we're kind of, you know, I guess, you know, COVID is just going to be around. I don't see that ever, you know, the virus is going to be here, right? Okay. But I think it's time for us to really begin to reflect on that this was not we don't have to look, I, I always look at this, the trauma that I've experienced in my life, while we're in it, we go into fight or flight. That's our natural human body and mind response. But at some point, if we look at traumatic life experiences that have happened to us, they really can be a blessing right. into how we grow yes. as a person and also as a society. And if we really look at the pandemic and we look at the benefits of what it did, it brought in virtual health care yes. so that you don't have to always go to the yes. doctors when you're yes. struggling. Maybe you hop on you know, online virtually with a psychiatrist or, or a therapist or even group counseling, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what I love the most is that we can now say mental health right. without anybody looking at you like you are yeah. crazy, right. that we have the ability to say, you know, Wendy... I'm just struggling right now mm-hmm. without anybody looking at you as if you are weak or weak-minded right. and not strong enough because that plays into the stigmas culturally yes. with so many cultures of if you ask for help, you're weak. If you say you're sad, you're weak. You know, Don't mm-hmm. show your emotions. Don't do that. But you and I both mm-hmm. know if we suppress that and we hold all that in, 
it actually is so detrimental. We will suffer other health issues if we hold all that in. True, true. And I will say our team does an amazing job of that. And um, when we first ventured into the behavioral health space, it was, you know, Wendy, we're seeing a lot of teens and young adults that have insomnia. They can't sleep. Something's happening now physically, but the root was something in the behavioral health area. Yes. And so that for us was a, okay, how do we do more? How do we integrate more? How do we bring, again, everything into one space, all of these services so we can truly understand where this patient is in their health journey and how do we support the areas that where they may be struggling. And so that integrated model for us is so important because of that, because we get to figure out, okay, the insomnia is coming from the stress and the anxiety from this young man who's got three jobs trying to help his family and his parents. That's where it's coming from. And so for us, the integration of all the services for patients is so important. And that's why we're so passionate about it because we get to get, you know, work on the root cause. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this final question. Um, what, what, what drives you? Where does that passion stem from to lead an organization like NOAA? So I have been a public health advocate since my early years. I think growing up, there was times in my family where we didn't have access to health care. And I remember a few years ago asking my parents about this and they said, well, we just hoped you wouldn't get sick. Or if you did, if it got really, really bad, we would go to the emergency department. Mm. And that for me has been no family shouldn't have to make a choice between, you know, being sick and where to go or holding back from getting access to care. And that has been a big passion. I now have a little seven-year-old boy who's um, on the spectrum, so he's autistic, and advocating for him and making sure he has resources also is important. And when I think about our centers, it's I'm building this not only for my child, for my family, but all the families that you know have either not received access to care or need access to care. And that's why I'm so passionate because it's for everyone. It's for my family. My family all comes to our health center to receive care. And I'm proud of that because I want people to have good care. I want them to live healthy lives. I want them to receive all of these services. And I will say this, that's beautiful. And I'm so glad because I always say that, you know, people ask me, well, what's your why? Well, my why and my purpose is always driven by my life experience, good and the bad, right? And that's why I don't look back on anything that I went through as a child or even as an adult now that I've healed from it. But I don't look at it as a negative thing because it's allowing me to live my purpose today. And that's what life is, right? We go through some stuff. If we heal from it, then we can find our purpose in it by helping others so that they don't have to go down the path that we necessarily did and they can avoid some of those experiences. Well, listen, I, um, it's a pleasure always to, you know, sit down and talk with you and, and, uh, let our viewers and our listeners know this. I have been to this clinic, uh, the Choya clinic, um, over off McDowell, right near the one one. It is, it's unbelievable. Thank you. It's beautiful. Aesthetically, it is yeah. gorgeous. It's modern. It's welcoming. It's warm. And um, if you're in need of services, 
the last thing that we should ever ask anybody is, well, what's your health insurance and how how much can you pay? Right. Um, and I love that you guys are changing the yeah. game when it comes to access to care. Um, it's hugely critical. Um, what what would be one final thing to those who are watching or listening? What would be your message to them today? Please reach out. Please call us. We're happy to answer questions. Or if you don't know where to start to receive care, that's what we're here for. We're here to serve you and we want to see you in our health centers receiving care. So please reach out. We're a phone call away. We also have information on our website, uh, www.noahhelps.org. Um, please reach out. We that's our, we would be honored to serve you. All right. Wendy Almendara is CEO of NOAA here in the Valley. Wendy, good to see you. And thank you at home uh, for watching and listening. We'll see you back here for the next episode.